0: Welcome to Kolkata our house, an irreverent and still uninformed look at the parallel cinema of Bengal. I'm Ayelet Chaim van Lushkov. And I'm Prama Chalk. And we have a new and exciting development today.
1: Uh, what are you thinking of?
0: Well, there are several, but, but chiefly we have a new director. Oh, yeah,
1: because we don't have a new biscuit today.
0: In the hierarchy of things, yes, that is... Uh,
1: I thought we should get that out there. But There might be an audience just avidly waiting for you know our next biscuit review, and then you know they're gonna be disappointed after forty-five minutes to find that there is none.
0: No, you shouldn't have told them. Now should have.
1: I think mean, they're all just logging off. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, but we are we are closer to a new biscuit review oh, really? because you you today have gotten your second vaccine dose
1: i i i I have
0: we are but two weeks away from raiding the uh the biscuit shelves of Austin
1: of the the uh the 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 korean store and the indian store
0: no biscuit shell will be saved from us yeah Um, or our bellies or our bellies yeah so that's um that's to come that's to come that's to come but today we are once again in our living room
1: there's going to be some vaccine talk later on
0: I guess that no I guess it is it is topical it is topical it is topical so we are we are still in our living room. I mean we have moved since since the last podcast but we have we have returned. To this here living room.
1: Hopefully without the bin trucks, because it is now the afternoon. It is now. And the bin trucks have passed and will not blight this podcast.
0: No, that is true. However, the reason we are here is because we have actually just finished watching the movie. Because it has been a somewhat fragmented experience due to scheduling issues and and other pressing matters. So, uh, we've kind of watched it over a few days and today we, well, have we to... were really excited on the previous podcast because we had a dvd oh yes that's true and so we could pause it I and... remember i was going to entertain
1: listeners with stories okay. of exactly where i paused it so please do there was that pause 10 minutes from the end
0: <laughs> <laughs> a pregnant,
1: a pregnant <laughs> yeah no the the pause function really i mean it, that's what made that's what kept the kept the wheels on the bus
0: Going round and round. No, it does change the the viewing uh, experience quite dramatically.
1: Yeah, I think that's it, though. (laughs) I think that might be the only DVD we... So, um, as you know, I have a whole bunch of these movies on um, a medium known as VCD. As I know. Well, remember I told you, you were just like, what, don't don't you have some of these films? And I was just like, yeah, they're on a format that won't play in our (laughs) our DVD player, (laughs) but they're like a CD that's a video. So uh, I think we'll be back to watching it on my laptop. So no pause function. I mean, there's a pause function, but you have to like, fucks around with it, and then I can't use my laptop in between, and it's, yeah, it's a bit of a mess. But anyway, so armed with, you know, this... This, this devastating technology of a remote control.
0: Well, it also meant that we were both watching it with our laptops and doing a bunch of other things because...
1: Well, we I needed had... to make the film available to the students, which yeah. is one of the crucial things that I, you know...
0: And I needed to do my nails, so...
1: That's true. Um, which looked very nice, by yeah, the way.
0: Thank you. So, so, this is like a more uh, millennial experience where we kind of double-screened it. Um, so, we took full advantage... Of the pause function, and yeah, so we might. be It's a appropriate
1: bit... for this movie because the movie is. It feels so much more avant-garde, it's, so much more hipster.
0: It's very hipster.
1: So it's very, this is, and
0: I have new glasses to add to the hipster vibe. They're very kind of zodiacal.
1: I really like your glasses. I I'm I am a big fan. I've been a big fan since since day one. All of this is lost on our listeners, but you have you have moved from the type of glasses we have both worn for many years which are just like invisible mm. they're not they're the type of glasses that are ostentatiously invisible it's not oh we just have two like, lenses you know, and some early, titanium early tech gossamer Steve, thread
0: Steve Jobsy yours type deal both of ours
1: oh you mean the ones that we're wearing now yeah
0: yeah, they're even more
1: kind of anonymous than that. The, the ones that I yeah. I I am now the sole representative of you.
0: No, I I have the mine. I,
1: I pulled. But out now you're wearing much more modern glasses. Yes. That I feel the the right move. Yes.
0: So uh, a big shout out to iJoy, um, in Austin uh, here on Lamar. They're they're excellent, and if they would like to sponsor us, we would be totally fine with that.
1: Good COVID protocols. As
0: Good well. excellent. COVID even though protocol.
1: you know now I'm vaccinated, like whatever just, yeah, just, I just lick, lick glass lenses frames lenses. yeah, L- totally, yeah. Okay. so also appropriate because the director Ritikhotak our new director as you were saying yes. has the best Wikipedia photo like he he well, is so hipster on I know he we, wears we like we just, a,
0: a a black Like, right? It looks like a
1: polo neck or something. Yeah, polo neck. Yeah,
0: with like big, you know. Now, as it happens, I know that those glasses
1: were just totally standard because my father wore
0: them.
1: My father is not a hipster. The
0: film actually features quite a range of pretty nifty glasses. Pretty nifty glasses. All of which I imagine were like standard at the time. And now you could, you could. You know I, buy for a, a pretty penny i could probably
1: just take my father's old glasses if he has them
0: somewhere I could probably oh you know he has them. them
1: yeah no he probably has them he's probably wearing them <laughs> he probably hasn't changed them since the 1950s no so the problem is that i don't mm. think today's generation necessarily knows.
0: probably too big also you and your father have quite different we do features. have
1: yeah that's true
0: They're speaking of one things. of the other features of this this film is that while the the ray movies that we've been seeing are obviously like very bengali this movie felt Bengalier. Like everybody looked... What he's
1: he's my boy because like this is very East Bengal. This yeah. This is that, what animates this movie and his work, and including also the way that the characters speak. So the the characters speak in a way that my aunt speaks. Yes. Instance. Yeah.
0: Yeah. This this felt a lot more like you know your yeah. your milieu. So that was. Uh... Fun. but we should we should tell the audience what movie we're talking well,
1: no, about. Oh, we're just building up all no, this. No. So um so I've said on previous episodes, right, that there is a contemporaneity between rye and rhythmic right? I've been saying
0: contemporaneity. This
1: for, yeah, like we use the big SAT words on this podcast.
0: They're evils
1: They are coevals. They're yeah. floroids. <laughs> <So laughs> go <over> inside <laughs> yes. Well, actually his florid stops <laughs> flourishing rather early because he uh Ritinkotic was like a genius, but Like some geniuses, like like Porson, was that's for the classicists out there. (laughs) Little was an alcoholic. Like Porson. Uh, Porson. Porson was an alcoholic.
0: Aren't all classicists
1: really famous ones? Probably. I I don't know. Was
0: Vacherinago?
1: I have no idea. I don't know. But, uh, Porson is, you know, sufficiently past that I don't think, you know, we're not like hacking into his medical history or divulging any kind of. You know, I think it's just a widely known thing among the very small community of classes that this very famous British classicist was, uh, was, was, was an alcoholic. So,
0: what is Porson's law?
1: I don't remember off the top of my head now. I certainly don't want to say it on the, uh, on, on the podcast. Isn't something about, it something about.
0: Okay, you, you tell them about, about.
1: Written, so, uh, an anyway. Up. Back to the plot. So, Ghatak uh, was, you know, he, he's this uh, genius of a filmmaker, not well-known outside India at the time of the, the making of these films and, the, and their release. And in fact, there were these kind of waves of getting acquainted with his cinema in the, the 90s and then again in the early 2000s. Three
0: retrospectives.
1: Yeah. In America. Uh, but like, Rai has a ton of these and obviously he was widely reviewed at the time, so... Quite a big difference, even though if you were to watch the films, you would see that they, you know, bear certain similar hallmarks. We're going to get into some of the differences between them, because, you know, we go deep in this, in this, in
0: this. I mean, fundamentally, it's the same movie. Yeah,
1: fundamentally the same movie, but the, the the devil is in the details, so.
0: It's like a, a hipster, Potter Punch-y. Yeah. So while with Ra- with shenanigans, Rai keeps There's on like making side.
1: movies through the seventies into the eighties. Some of those movies towards the end are completed by his son, but Ritwik dies in nineteen seventy six. Well before his movies are really known outside uh, outside India. Before these 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 retrospectives, obviously, and and you know retrospectives, right? These are these are pretty like they're in New York or, or, or wherever. They're not you know it doesn't have the widespread. There isn't the widespread audience that there is. I mean, relatively speaking, we're talking about, you know, we're not talking about a Marvel movie here. But it doesn't have the widespread audience of the Rise movie. So
0: Bengali is the third, right, most spoken language in the world, though. So, like, the, the, the audience is inherently You know, larger. I wonder about that. Like, how much
1: do cinemas take account of that? I actually just I don't I imagine know not
0: at all. Probably, yeah. Also, you have a DVD of, of this movie, whereas you don't have any Marvel
1: I, that's true. I Despite
0: the the positively overabundance of Hemsworth.
1: Oh yeah, we didn't we get a correction oh, in yes. column? We on, have a, or, a correction. Oh, Hemsworth reference. Yes, yes. So
0: Liam Hemsworth and Miley Cyrus are no longer married. I imagine all of you already know this. Uh, this was news to us, and we prefer to remain in the alternative universe in which Liam and Miley are very happy together, because that's easier. We
1: can choose to do that, because we're literally never going to meet them ever, so we can think that's what we true. like.
0: Yeah. Um, however, Liam and Miley, if uh, you have preferences to the contrary, then um, a sponsorship would be a really good way to express that.
1: Oh, yes, that's true. Biscuits also.
0: Biscuits also. Yeah.
1: So, Tim Tams? I mean, he's Australian, right? Yes. Yeah. So... He had made Hrithikori had made a number of films Including one earlier than, than Rice's first, first film earlier than Part of R- But as I as I'd said before We're not watching them as a class, it's difficult to get a hold of good Good quality video for them But this film Megheda Katara or Cloud-Capped Star Is his most popular Film uh, And uh, it dates from 1960, uh, I think And it tells it's a two-hour movie so you know about the same length as as the other ones maybe a touch longer and it tells the story of a family of refugees from East Bengal who have come to live near Calcutta uh in a a like a colony of 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 refugees
0: it's probably in Salt
1: Lake so they have no so, so actually you know so <laughs> I remember going to Salt Lake when I was a, a young boy. Um, a young boy, a young boy, and young it was basically just an enormous mosquito-infested marsh. And I went there because it, in fact, one family, family? Friend, basically, that one family friend lived there. So it felt—I mean, I was very young, so everything was kind of hyperbolic in my imagination. But it felt like we basically had to cross a marsh to this island with this house, and there was nothing nearby. Um, now Salt Lake didn't, it was developed earlier than that. This was, I mean, in the 80s but Salt Lake had been developed earlier than that. But it definitely there were large un, under or undeveloped swathes that now obviously are all, all developed. But anyway, so no, this was not that. Because we see pictures of the colony and there are lots of homes um, and to give you a sense of the mise-en-scene, like these aren't homes like in, they're not village homes like in Potapachili, right? They, they have they have more of a structure to them. Yes. But yeah, I mean, nevertheless, straightened circumstances in comparison, right, to, to what we can infer they lived in pre-partition because they, they're they an educated middle-class family. Um, they would have had jobs that had, you know, reasonable incomes that the father would have done, the sons would have done. But instead, they've come uh, as refugees, they don't have a lot of possessions, and they are blighted, further blighted, by the fact that, uh, you know, uh, news flash, the men are useless.
0: I told you, it's the same movie. Yeah, so in that respect, like it is the same movie. Apple trilogy just pushed into one. Yes, um, and actually, we but see with, some of But with f- an undertone of betrayal.
1: There is an undertone of betrayal.
0: Like, there's a lot. There's an overtone. <laughs> there's, a,
1: there's, a, there's a lot going on in this movie. So the family comprises. Uh, so, so, so at the beginning, there's no, there's no deceased member like who haunts the family. We have there will be (laughs) Uh, There we have uh, the father and the mother and the mother is a kind of, you know, she's, she's a woman who has been really pretty uh, deeply affected by the loss of her status through becoming a refugee. She's, she's, you know, she's, she has become less of a person because of her circumstances. Um, And as we will see throughout the film, the the daughter who is the heart of the film Nita, so uh, the there are two boys and two girls and she is uh, so it, it goes boy girl boy girl girl boy I think and she is the the older of the the elder of the two daughters and she's carrying the family uh, she does she she does tutoring and that is the most of the income that sustains the family for the majority of the film. So the father has uh, a teaching job, but at some point the father has an accident and is no longer able to teach. So his income Which goes. is
0: unclear, since he seems perfectly able to, like...
1: Well, teach. he also is clearly going mad from even prior to that.
0: That will happen. Um,
1: so he's me. eccentric, but then the eccentricity suddenly seems to not be really eccentricity. He yes. seems to be, be going mad. And as he going, right, that's also something that we've seen these, right, these films... And presumably, their underlying stories, right? But the, these films tackle, right? So, right? We we, we saw that in Shaw. So, this this idea of going mad and the circumstances that might that might drive that. So, so the father basically goes mad at some point, and
0: although uh, I like that his madness is is sort of expressed, yeah, exactly, quoting one word,
1: yeah. So Which he,
0: you know, who who amongst us?
1: Doesn't not wander lonely as a as a cloud.
0: As a cloud, yeah.
1: yeah. So or wishes <laughs> the father is. Affa- but he's very affectionate to his daughter, and she's clearly getting the warmth from him and not from her mother. But as we see through the film, it's not even though the mother is kind of characterised negatively, right? the The excuse is predeporte. It's not that you know she's just this horrible woman. It's that you know she's had everything taken away. She doesn't have a lot of scope for autonomy to do anything about it. She's dependent on others doing things to fix the situation. And when those people can't do it, she really, you know, she has a lot of despair. But she kind of... She manipulates the situation, as, as we will come to discuss, with her daughter and her prospective husband in, in, in bad ways. And so she's not a very sympathetic character. So on to the children. The children, uh, so we start with the aspiring singer, the older the older brother.
0: Oh, he's the oldest? I thought he was the youngest.
1: No, he's the, he's the oldest. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, that's why she calls him Dada for older brother. Oh. So he's the oldest. And he's useless because he's a, an artist. Uh, he's an artist who really rates his own abilities and refuses to get a job.
0: He's a singer, specifically. He's a singer. He's
1: a singer. Um, and so we just see him kind of, you know, in pastoral landscapes with a train going behind him, <laughs> which must really get in the way of a scene. But anyway, yeah. singing. he seems
0: undeterred. He seems pretty chill. Yeah, he seems pretty chill. In the end, he makes it in, uh, in Mumbai. Uh, which is quite exciting for for all concerned. All oh,
1: too late, though.
0: Too late. Too late. I know. I now I'm wondering whether he would have raided an invitation by the the zamindar in the music room.
1: Oh, if the timelines had coincided.
0: Well, you know, as like a, a token of quality.
1: Yeah, I mean, he seems to be pretty pretty great. There is. He one did thing- cost twelve hundred rupees per performance. So maybe Gungli is the only one who could have afforded to to, to get him to perform.
0: Hmm, that's fair. There is the this, this scene where he, he comes back from, from Mumbai and he, you know, serenades the, the passing train, which is like fine, but like, it is the worst lip-syncing <laughs> oh See, yeah. In, yeah in a while and at some well, point also- he just gives up the lip-syncing and just like waves his <laughs> just like wafts his arm yeah um which which was quite amusing
1: that that yeah so uh so he's useless um until it's too late and then we have Nitha who does everything and then we have Gita, her younger sister who does who, everything who, who, who literally does everything. <laughs> no so she uh she likes saris she likes jewelry she she bags herself a man
0: mm-hmm. um, does she ever
1: and uh we'll, we'll get into that and then we have montu the the, the younger brother <laughs> who basically just Poor wants montu. to like do sport and as you know uh, a relaxed you know uh, very two-dimensional figure but who actually gets a job yes you know, he goes and gets a job and sustains the family and then he has an accident and yes. then he can't work anymore so uh, so yes, so the family is blighted by their past, they're blighted by useless men, and then they're blighted by misfortune.
0: And by modernity.
1: And by modernity, exactly. And uh, poor Neetha has to just basically tolerate her mother being kind of mean and callous um, and, and, and uncaring. And uh, she has to tolerate, she loves her father and he loves her, but she has to tolerate his eccentricities and his kind of inability to impose himself on the world. He's a, he's a kind of... He is a caricaturish, cartoonish figure. Mm. And she... I mean, the closest relationship is between her and her brother. And her brother clearly provides a lot of emotional support and really... I mean, kind of joshes with her and teases her, but like, they're really very close. But then the very thing that enables her brother to be most useful, which is to actually go out... First of all, he gets a job. So This is the older brother. First of all, he does actually get a job. Um, and then he... Makes him he uh, makes something of himself, but that means that he is the one protective force and emotional connection that she had, and he goes off, you know, and so she has nothing because her, I guess, boyfriend in some very kind of tentative sense, tentative sense, <laughs> her boyfriend, and this is the this is, this is the, the the core bit of the romantic plot. Shack's up with her sister, yeah. Yeah. Geetha got in there. So basically, what happens is Nita's all like, "Well, oh, we should we should describe the useless boy." So basically, as I said, all the men are useless. So Shaanat, uh, the 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 let's call him boyfriend for the sake of argument. I mean, they, they have an clearly an understanding. Yeah, they're talking about getting he's married.
0: A, he's a he's a pupil of her father's, right? Former and, pupil, former, former pupil, and and clearly like shaping uh, up to be equally as useless. And you he's know, like a good-looking guy with cool glasses. Yeah. He wants to be he has a lot of an hair. academic. He puts
1: his hand in his hair yeah. like in a very you know Horatio from CSI type way. He really should have had some sunglasses. Yeah, yeah. He,
0: you know, he has he has Hemsworth vibes. Yeah, in in context,
1: but he is just so he's 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 all kind of sweet and respectful, and he
0: <laughs> then goes
1: off. And <laughs> well, he wants to borrow. So head. first of all. Uh, because he's pained and, you know, an academic, he's aspiring to get a, a doctor of science and physics or something, and he he wants to pursue this life of learning, and so he borrows money off Nither, along with everybody else. Like, the father borrows money to listen to, like, a traveling musician. Her brother borrows money to buy some new clothes. Uh, you know, his sister, Her sister borrows money for something or other. The mother gives her a super hard time for not giving her enough money. Um, so you're really paying
0: much closer attention.
1: Oh, well, I've also seen I the film like a few times before. But anyway, so yeah, so useless, useless boyfriend, right? Charlotte is like, yeah, could I, could I borrow some money? Um, so she says, you know, next month I'll, I'll, I'll get you some.
0: Oh yeah, and then he gets annoyed at her because she used up all of her money to help yeah. her brother shave, right? He keeps, like, mooching money off her to shave.
1: Yeah, and actually, I really like the barber. The barber's just like, you're going to kill your sister. She does everything and you lot are all useless and, you know, that's classic, you know, barber wisdom there. In the end, the barber's kind of really... Kind of taken aback that uh, the older brother makes something of himself and makes yes. a lot of money. He's kind of in disbelief. No, um, we all are. Well, but isn't there like kind of a fictitious aspect? Doesn't the film kind of like goes into a kind of fantasy at the end? And I yeah, can't help the good, feeling that like actually, game. right? He, the, the 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 older brother. You know, it, there's a kind of unreality to him being the successful singer who makes a lot of money.
0: Yeah, I mean. It does kind of have the vibe of, we ran with the plot of everyone, like, mooching off Nita. And then everybody establishes themselves and, and or leaves. And then he was clearly kind of like, I don't really know how to finish this movie.
1: Um, I mean, I so it is important that she basically be dispensed with, right? That she is expendable. So the family uses her up. She is a resource to be used up, and then she gets used up and dies. So I get that, but it, it's that it's there are many mechanisms for that to happen. Yeah. And the idea that he, you know, he thinks he's great, and low, it turns out he is great, there does seem to be something kind of wishful about that. Yeah. And I think maybe we're meant to see it that way, right? I mean, I'm not saying that like it is literally a fantasy and he isn't really successful, but I think we're meant to be. circumspect. I don't
0: know. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... A lot of times when people think they're great, they're not. Most of them. Right. I mean, this movie did have, like, Bengali-Bollywood vibes, right?
1: Uh, Um, In the use of music.
0: There's a lot of, like...
1: Not any dancing.
0: Well, but Bengalis don't dance, right? Isn't that what you tell me every single time? Any Indian is depicted dancing or is dancing or thinks about dancing.
1: I think right. all of my friends and relatives from from, from elsewhere in India are just like, here's how our weddings go. And, yeah, they seem to involve a lot more, like, Mm -hmm. vigorous dancing.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And Bengali weddings involves... Food. And sitting around and eating the
1: food. I mean, for me, that's great.
0: Well, Bengali weddings, at least from your...
1: I'm rubbish at dancing I'm great at eating
0: You are great at eating Although as we discussed yesterday You are You're fading With time I
1: know It's really sad Yeah There'll be nothing left Well I mean There'll be copious amounts Of meat left <laughs>
0: Presumably But <laughs> um, So at least the way Your mother describes Your cousin's wedding Right It's basically like A food truck festival In Austin Right Where you just like Have A Bunch of like different. Which,
1: which, which cousin?
0: Koshi. Oh, that one was the one I was really sad that I
1: missed because it sounded really amazing. But I couldn't, I was doing my exams that year and I couldn't go. And I was a bit sad actually.
0: I wonder where we heard that excuse before. <laughs> um, but yeah, it basically sounded like there were a bunch of food trucks, and and you're just like lined up to get like delicious Indian food. Didn't your mother like have a, a, a fisticuff, get into fisticuffs with someone else over a shrimp? Over a shrimp? <laughs> I know, I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah. so we're gonna don't get, don't don't. My, get... my mother would te- would take someone She'd, for a shrimp. For a fr- no, she wouldn't. Like a really big shrimp. Practically no. the size of a lobster.
0: We're <laughs> we gonna get angry Facebook messages from her. What? No, my
1: my my, my is very polite. She would she would she would generously let the other person have the But then, the shrimp. She
0: would, but then, then she'd she be would like, They really wanted that or...
1: shrimp? But yeah, and I didn't yeah. get it. And then she'd make the sad face and I'd feel really sad because yeah. I would want her to have the shrimp.
0: Ella has inherited the sad face.
1: Yeah, she did. I don't know where she got that from. I mean, I don't know, like where she literally learned it from. Because you think it's gene- the genetic sad face. The genetic sad. Face. <laughs> the, the genetic sad. I didn't get a shrimp face.
0: <laughs> I mean, you remember the time when we went to Texas French Bread? Oh, and, and Max would have... make
1: have the uh, the shrimp.
0: Well, yeah. So they they used to have this like great shrimp dish, which is basically just like shrimp in, in chili oil in chili oil.
1: Yeah, but really good shrimp.
0: Cue your mother going. Mm, I can smell the garlic from here. Um, and she really liked it. She must have been two. And then she ate all my shrimp. I know. And then later we went back to the restaurant, but they had a, a staffing change and there was no shrimp. And we sat there and every time a, a, a waiter went by, Ella looked up at them and went, "There's no shrimp."
1: <laughs> she did say shrimp. It was so cute.
0: So you yeah. know.
1: So uh, anyway, <laughs> um, so yes, uh, I don't know what the fisticuffs were then. I don't remember. No, I'm, but I'm, I'm, I remember her telling us, right up and me, many times before that about the amazing food at, at Barta's wedding.
0: Yeah, um, we had very nice food at our Indian wedding too and our American wedding, but we didn't really get to eat the food. We at had our... shimp, chimper shimp there too. I we didn't eat anything at our.
1: We never ate anything at either wedding. We didn't. I mean, I, we got given a plate, but I feel we didn't get to... You know, that's the thing about weddings, right? You never get to really I indulge in. I remember
0: eating... I remember your father making a big deal about how there was salad and it was, like, clean and sanitized so it was safe to eat. Yeah. Because he felt it would be a concession to to my my mother and my aunt. To have a salad. To have a salad. Yeah. And obviously my mother and my aunt were like, we don't want that, we just want the, like, chocolate coverage on this. And there was fried fish. I remember your there's father fried, there's insisting there's that we
1: have... There's, there's always that.
0: That I have the fried fish. Yeah. But yeah, I don't remember much. I think that
1: fish features in this movie, by the way, in an expression. I think someone says something like, you know, makes a face like a fish. Like that particular fish. Huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that is, that is one of the classic wedding wedding items. Or generally like communal feast items is, uh, is, is that fried fish. Hmm. And then... Um, there was definitely uh, there the, were the, the big prawns and I don't
0: remember. I remember the 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 prawns were great. They were folded. Yeah, and they had like what was in them. The beetle nut. The beetle nut. Yeah, yeah. And Gore somehow got my mother to like put a whole one in her mouth. I <laughs> think my mother still is like, <laughs> living that experience. <laughs> um, but anyway, what were we talking about? Uh, oh how Bengalis don't dance. Yeah. And so I for a uh, for a Bengali this this movie with its long pauses for Shankar to like sing his songs is is positively Bollywood. Well, I guess. I guess. So he uses, he uses oh, music.
1: <laughs> he, he uses music much more in a much more I think studied way. So okay in you know Joltokar Rai has scenes where we see these artists perform, but the semantics of having that music in the film isn't quite as, I think, complex and thought out and tied together as uh, mm-hmm. Ritinkotok, who I think does, uh, does more with music. So th- there's this recurring theme of this very beautiful song where a woman is leaving her home to to be married Um, and so she's leaving the home for the last time but then that has particular poignancy because of course you know here's yet another woman not getting married Um, in this case because of the shenanigans of her former boyfriend and sister and And also because she's gonna die.
0: Well I don't think the fact that you're gonna die in itself is sufficient to keep you from getting married. No I meant the song
1: sorry the song when it when it's when it's about um, the, the lyrics are about her leaving for the oh. last time right that's both because that's both ironic well, because she's not as, getting married but it's not know- non- ironic because she is leaving for the last time well
0: as we know from from our study of the classics right wedding wedding songs and funerary songs are related that's true yes, yes. Um, indeed so anyway we we seem to have wandered into um, a thicket a thicket uh, maybe this is a good place to to have have our our putative sponsorship spot break okay sure Um, and then we
1: can return with with porson's law and also more actual summary of what takes place in the film since yet again i think the audience is like i don't know is this about aliens or spaceships i have no idea i
0: thought you gave quite a full okay well as
1: as long as you think people i mean what is there
0: to like family well i think i girl works really hard Dies. Dies. The The end. end. That's like one of Ella's stories. Yes. Cows are not cows. The The end. end. (laughs) Yeah. Syllogism as
1: novel. Short novel.
0: And on that note, we will be back very uh, momentarily. And we are back. You know, I think the absence of a new biscuit is really... Is it? It's felt. It's
1: handicapping us.
0: I, I, I think so. I mean, it's not that we haven't had any biscuits today. It's just that they are the same biscuits. See, you're, Colin's going to get annoyed at us for this phone tapping.
1: I, I thought I sensed it. I guess there was like a tiny little... Yeah. Um,
0: in any event, in lieu of a biscuit, um, would you like to know what Porson's Law is?
1: Yeah, go on, tell them.
0: Okay. Porson's Law, or Porson's Bridge, is a metrical law that applies to iambic trimeter... The main spoken meter of Greek tragedy. The law states that if a non-monosyllabic word ends on a ninth element of an iambic trimeter, the ninth element must be a short syllable.
1: Wow, our audience mind blown. So uh, an iam is a, a a short syllable followed by a long syllable. Didum, didum. Yeah, <laughs> or indeed the word iam, I suppose. Oh yeah.
0: Um, wait, if if an I arm is an I arm, is, is a trochy a trokey? Yeah, it is.
1: Yeah. I mean it's a it's a stress, I guess. Yeah. So uh, yeah. Take
0: classics.
1: This is the kind of thing you can say, this is totally unrepresentative of the kind of thing most people do these no, days. Yeah. I, did, I did work on a, a, a paper about meter, so uh, I, I did a little bit of this, but I, I, I didn't want to misconvey Porson's Law, which I totally would have done had, had I just tried to implement
0: it. Well, see, the thing is that um, having now experimented, we can empirically state that Porson's Law is not as good as a biscuit in cheering the spirits.
1: Uh, no. I mean, vastly inadequate for that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We're going to lose so many the
1: biscuits. world falls into two... Right, the Venn diagram of people who are cheered by Porson's Law...
0: And biscuits.
1: And biscuits are two non-interlocking <laughs> circles.
0: <laughs> Having said that, uh, Porson's Law...
1: That's not true. I, I guarantee you there are some British people who, who said... But the they're not biscuits. Well, well, no, I'm saying that they are cheered by... Both biscuits uh, held by porcelain floor. There's a small segment of people.
0: All in Oxford?
1: Uh, yeah, yes, probably.
0: Yeah. Um, what was I going to say?
1: Was it about biscuits?
0: Probably. I, I can't remember. No. No. It's gone. The all train right. of thought have left. Trains! Porsons. Trains! So there are
1: trains in this movie, and we all know, because we've been paying very close attention to this podcast, uh, that trains in Rye, right, symbolise modernity. And you know connectivity. And stuff.
0: No, no. In in here, they symbolise modernity. Apparently, in Rye, they're like the unveiling of a, a new world. Or
1: isn't that isn't something. that a modern
0: world? I guess here, the, the, they're more
1: positive. There's is most, what I mean, right? There's in supposed Rye,
0: to be a subtle difference. In,
1: yeah, no. I think there is a difference in Rye. I think le- there's less, you know, there's less uncanniness. There's less. There's less of a sense of unease, right? The train takes you to. The great city of Calcutta, where Their there is English the possibility pops. of, uh, you know, so, uh, of wait. advancement and happiness and these things. I mean, that's going to get revised in his actual films about Calcutta that are going to come in the 70s. But in this film, I don't know, the train feels, I don't know, there's something menacing about the train.
0: I guess. The it's... train
1: feels like it, I don't know, it goes past you.
0: It does go past you. And you, right?
1: well, but like in a, in a deeper sense, in a deep right?
0: Also, so the big difference for me with, in watching this, this movie is that it is a lot more, I mean, it is hipsterish, right? It is kind of more modern. They're young Not people, just because of the glasses. No. They're young people. They kind of, they josh around. They like, right? They, there's like small talk. There's, there's a, a repartee. They have like young people concerned, especially Gita. So it, it kind of felt more, not authentic, but it, it kind of felt more, right, approachable and accessible.
1: Those felt, um, you know, those felt organic. In in the Rye films, they, they have those scenes but they feel like they're ancillary to yeah. the rest of the film. Whereas here, it felt like they belonged in their own right as a slice of life.
0: Yeah, and it made Nita appear like like a real person, right? It, she, she's not, um, it, you know, she's not, um, a kind of a cipher or like a um that, that's really interesting because she says at one
1: point right i sh- when she when she's almost regretting the life that she's led right she says i shouldn't have been so every day i shouldn't have been so ordinary but of course she wasn't ordinary and there's just so much in there right there's the idea that ordinary people are doing the extraordinary right she's symbolic of refugees who have had to contend with right this upheaval and these obligations, especially women. But then you know, so, so so putting the extraordinary into the ordinary is a very like novelistic thing to do. It's also like a very communist thing to do. He was he was he was a communist, um, a Marxist, an though, idiosyncratic right? one. I got expelled by the Communist Party, no, because he was so independent. But, <laughs> do we fear? But he is he's left he's left wing. And his
0: the side. Communist Party is pretty good at expelling people who are impeccably.
1: Do you think that's like a badge of badge of honor? Like well, that by. is
0: like right, isn't the left? the whole marked by infighting and that's true in yeah. squabbling yeah
1: and whereas the right is super well organized <laughs> it's just like in order to achieve our our aims mm-hmm. you're all going to have to
0: like fall into, fall into line and do this and we will bargain and with everyone's the devil. just like sure
1: we'll do that yeah. yeah
0: yeah whereas the left is very much like but what about you know our feelings or or whatever and and this is why
1: and this is why we get gerrymandered yes yeah yes that is why we get gerrymandered
0: it is also you know why well <laughs> never mind
1: <laughs> <laughs> so he yeah so so she represents you know that 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 burden um and you know the ordinariness becomes heroic. But the the acting and I think the characterization do make her feel more like a real person. And actually, one of the striking things about this film, that we were talking about really right from the beginning of it, is that it is both more unreal than some of the Rye movies that we've seen. Yeah. So it's a bit more like daring, and you might argue about whether something comes off or not. Like a cut is particularly rough, or a sound effect is particularly ostentatious, right? I mean, Rye generally tends to avoid that, whereas Kodak wants to embrace that, and you know, that that kind of experimentation is always going to be contentious. But it, despite that, a lot of the movie feels more real. So the dialogue actually sometimes seems weirdly elevated, like people are talking about things in a very angsty, hipsterish way. I mean, that kind of misconveys <laughs> exactly what it's like just to, to listen to the dialogue, but I think... Right? It's that kind of very self aware analysis, right?
0: Well, but they also, they, they talk quickly, right? And the, the dialogue is much more organic and much less kind of highfalutin, right? In, in Rye, like they all speak very slowly and very kind of deliberately and there's a lot of, repetition of keywords i mean whereas... in the
1: set piece dialogue it's not as if i mean the, usually in the more comedic scenes right the more natural scenes then the dialogue feels a little bit different but yeah in the in in the main scenes that you pay attention to it usually is a little bit kind of yeah slow yeah uh,
0: whereas this one is very kind of chatty and a lot more of it happens in the street so there there's a bit more of a a feel of a kind of you know like like normal Normal life, like normal people yeah, he, going going about their ways. He right? pushes
1: the register in places, so you know, uh, Shana, the you know useless boyfriend. Uh, he writes the this, betrayer, the betrayer, the traitor. Yeah, he writes this letter to uh, this kind of like a love letter to, to to nita and she kind of she cherishes it and holds on to it all well, the end of the movie she's still reading it and she's like i don't know why i've held on to this and it's from that letter that this idea of the cloud cap star yeah. comes up because he describes her as someone who is a star but obscured by all of these anxieties and obligations and the register in that letter is appropriate for like kind of a pretentious guy writing to an educated woman she she was going to do her ma but then yep. she doesn't because she has to get a job to support her family and then when the daughter talks to her mother when you know she, she's saying there's this you know there's this this space that's opened up between them they have a functional relationship the register there changes a little bit as well so there are moments where it sounds a little bit different and more you know drawing attention to itself. Yeah. But yeah, by and large, the majority of the dialogue in the movie feels different.
0: Yeah. I mean it it felt generally like a very different kind of production. Like you wouldn't confuse it with a Ray movie. Um, despite the fact that fundamentally it is the same movie and and it has some of the same shots, right? Like The Train. <laughs> the Train, right, the opening I can't remember what it was now, but there's like um, right there's that, that single image that then the opening credits roll yeah over. and
1: it's a as well it looks like a twinkling star yeah
0: now, and yeah. then you know the a lot of the I mean that's like a contemporary thing but like the guys look kind of the same and the, the women have like right there's there certain I mean
1: they're capturing this roughly yeah. the same period right and roughly the same classes yeah yeah but
0: but despite that it, it does feel like a, a very it has a very different feel and a very different like you can you can sense the directorial hand yeah
1: unfortunately we're not going to get to reinforce this because we're not watching his other films that the two other films we're gonna watch until a few weeks later so we
0: should we should briefly talk about that even though we haven't well i haven't watched the other the other two films so this uh movie wasn't conceived originally as part of a trilogy, but I guess colloquially or de facto it is right. part of a, a trilogy. And it's referred to as a refugee trilogy.
1: Yeah, or the partition trilogy. Partition trilogy.
0: Yeah. Because it is about the partition of India. And we talked in the Potter Panchali episode about how, right, they, they are poor but they're not refugees. And so now we have actual refugees. Right. And I mean, I don't... Do they feel... I mean, how do you feel, refugees? But, like, you, you know, like it's not... Well, a- the loss is different, right? So the sense of
1: loss in Potipatli is we were... Right, this, this, this orchard was finagled from us. Right. But this feels different. This feels like, you know, we have lost a fundamental piece of our identity. It's much more unsettling. And Goddard himself, because he came from East Bengal, is... Like, he's just, he is more upset. He is more upset. He is more anxious. He is more distressed. Yeah. Um, and that well, comes through in his cinema because he wants film to capture that feeling.
0: Yeah. Whereas, well, and, I don't... Right, the actress who plays Nita, um, Shupriya Devi, she was born in uh, in Myanmar. And the, her family walked to Kolkata in the Second World War when when Myanmar was... Occupied by the Japanese, so like these are right people who who are kind of like acting out their own lived right. experience. But I think it's also striking that um, the younger generation doesn't seem right displaced or angsty. Like they're worried about like Shankar is worried about his you know his art, but he seems very one with nature. <laughs> right. Uh, likewise, right. Gita certainly is at home in in the new locale. Yeah, uh, so I, is it, so is Nita. It feels like Mantu is these... not really developed. In that no, he's thing, not a very but... developed character. It feels like there are these
1: traces of this loss, but the it falls particularly heavily on some people. But that fundamentally, people are adaptable. Yeah, and so you know whatever a generation later. I mean, the end of the movie actually has Shankar describe this. Right, the, the nephew. So, this is Jonathan and, and Gita's son. And, you know, he, Shankar is basically telling Nitha, who is now in a sanatorium because she has TB, uh, told you the vaccine was going to come on. And he's just saying, oh, you know, he's full of life. He's, you know, <laughs> climbing up the stairs or whatever. And seems a little tapped. T- I mean, she's literally in a sanatorium with TV, like, and is, is going to die. Um, and, you know, he's like, oh, it's full of life. I think he even uses the, the word for life, pram, which is uh, cognate, with the word for breath. <laughs> like, she's going to die of TV. <laughs> uh, so it, it does seem, you know, in somewhat poor taste. And actually, it spurs her in the classic line of the film, the, the line that everybody knows, to say, I want to live. But, uh, yeah, you get a sense that you know at some point in the future, like that boy is like a happy boy who's you know crawling upstairs and well, you is know, he? and his parents are his parents must have this weird relationship because the right um right shank does have this meeting with Nitha, by which point she's actually quite sick, but like he encounters her on her way to work or something like that, right, and um, he seems to be saying, you know, oh. You know, I've, I've obviously done something wrong because he betrayed her. But, you know, maybe I can purge myself and go back to the life of struggle that I had before. And it feels a bit like, this isn't about you.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, it, it, yeah it, it, does, it does feel like that. And that's also kind of what happens in the end, right? Because Nita is the one who's kind of struggled and, and strived and, and kind of kept the family afloat. For all this time, and then Shankar comes back from from Mumbai, and he's like, "Well, you know, I'm a fancy Bollywood star now." And so, um, his mother goes, "Oh, why don't you like put a second story in the house, and we can do this, and we can do that." And they just pack Nita off to the sanatorium, um, and and Shankar is very like, you know, I've made the arrangements. You know, you're going to get healthy and whatnot. But they just like pack her off, and he gets all the credit for putting the second story on the house where. Right. You know, in fact, it was her Who kind of kept everyone Kept them afloat, yeah. yeah
1: And the father, when he's kind of gone mad In his last kind of speech to his daughter Does he, he basically says again? Yeah <laughs> But he basically says, you know They're now talking about doing a second story You were the one who kept the family afloat But like, now You're not necessary anymore And you're kind of toxic Because you have TB yes. And it's, you know I mean, obviously the father's kind of crazed at this point but it is this kind of summation of what has happened in the film which is that she was indispensable and now she's being dispensed with because she's no longer useful
0: well the mother goes on this, this rant right about how she like keeps she just goes to work and then she comes back and she hides in her room and she eats in her room and she washes she does her own washing and, and whatnot. And the mother seems to have this hang up about secret throughout the movie, which I didn't quite work out why. But when she goes on about how Nita just keeps to himself, I was just like she has TB, she's trying not to, to infect give you. TB, you. Yeah. <laughs> like, well and so the uh, mother I said certainly... And also how do you miss someone having T B it's not that bit isn't hugely <laughs>
1: realistic, yeah. So the mother is also partly responsible for the betrayal. Right, because when Nitha and Sharnath are kind of struggling to, to get it together, and, and you know, Seanoth is like impatient for some kind of resolution, but Nitha is kind of you know uh, trying to trying to do the sensible thing and you know pay for her family, and you know doesn't want to get rushed into marriage. Sharnath is like, oh, okay, well, um, you know, he, he's visiting Nitha, and he's, he's sitting there, and. Uh, The mother sends Geetha in to give tea to to Tishonath as a kind of distraction. And clearly, the mother is always thinking about, well, we have to keep Neetha in her job and not distracted so that she is making money to support the family. And Geetha, who's, you know, showboating an asari or whatever, (laughs) right? She can be the one to to get married to, to Shonath. And so, the mother succeeds in that. So, she's kind of destroying her own family, right, as a means to... To enable the family to survive, since it's completely dependent on Nita's salary.
0: Although that love triangle is right, like so, early in the movie, the three of them right meet up, and Gita is already sort of making up, making yeah. eyes at him, um,
1: and he looks up her and he's just like he basically is like, my, haven't you grown up? <laughs> yeah,
0: um, and then you know he, he he and Nita sit down and and you know have a, a chat and whatnot, but he, he seems very, like, already he seems much more drawn towards...
1: Well, so it's the carefree and the, yeah. you know, the full of care, right? Yeah. So, Gita does represent... I mean, in some ways, she does represent a forgetfulness of the past, and maybe you do need that forgetfulness to, to move on. I, I don't know, but um, it's definitely one model of how you deal with the future, which is to just not really... Think about the past at all. Yeah. Um, so on TV. We shouldn't be surprised that she dies, because as I discovered today, I'm looking at the Wikipedia article. I mean, obviously I knew that TB is particularly serious, but I didn't know that in fact a quarter of the world's population apparently is infected with latent TB. And then of the active form, which fortunately only relatively few people have, right? It's not like a quarter of the lives. It's 10 million people. That's quite a lot. It's, it's a lot, yeah, in, in, in absolute numbers. So, um, 1.5 million died. So, you know, it's completely unsurprising that even though they don't show Neeta actually die, she's in the sanatorium, she says she wants to live, and then the next thing we see is, right, Shankar looking depressed back in Calcutta.
0: Well, the great irony, of course, is that they all know that she's feverish, right? And the nurse... So, Montu works in this factory, and... Um, has a run-in with a machine and is is in hospital and needs blood transfusion and whatnot. And obviously Nita is the one who deals with it. But the nurse at the hospital, who has seen her for like all of 30 seconds, clocks that she is feverish and tells her to go get an x-ray. And so, you know, a complete stranger. Whereas her own family, who sees her constantly, is just like, yeah, whatever.
1: Right. And why, why are you sleeping in this other room? Yeah, <laughs> Actually, and, yeah. You know,
0: um, and her father kind of, you know, they, they, they do see that she's not feeling well. And, I mean, he talks but about they don't, it. He they says, don't says that, that do she's anything. feverish,
1: but yeah, there's there's a lot of like impotence, which I think is part of the the refugee mentality, which is reasonable enough, right? I think that's partly what he's examining: that the helplessness is born of the the situation. Yeah, but. Whereas right, Rai kind of he likes to imagine the possibility of an autonomy, right. Whereas I think Nkodak is someone who you know was a more depressive soul and experienced worse. It, yeah, he, he he is not quite as optimistic.
0: yeah, well there's there's a, you know, I mean the father when when Montu gets the job, right, he, he sends Nita to tell the parents and the parents instead of being like hey you know our son is actually you know being useful maybe you can catch a break now the mother throws a strop and is like everything you know secrets everywhere and she's like i'm not going to touch this money and the father is like this is what middle class life has has, has come to right labor right? Yeah. and the father has these weird like english Mm-hmm. eruptions yeah. right so he goes labor and jacques well a, a he says i accuse i accuse, I I accuse. Yeah. that's a key moment
1: in the film yeah. when he says i accuse and then he pauses right Shankar says whom and he says no one And that does seem symbolic of the fact that there isn't any single individual who's responsible for what's happened to the family. It's a distributed responsibility. You can blame the British. You know, you can blame... And you can always blame the British. You could blame... Well, but... So, remember, there are two partitions of Bengal and it's on religious lines. And then, right, we were talking about this last time. I think that some people place the responsibility for that religious division, not the actual geographical territorial division, but the religious division on right, um, overly conservative Hindu, right, religious individuals who would then, right, exclude, on on the basis of caste, right, Right. exclude and have prejudice towards lower caste individuals who then convert. So, right, I mean, that religious conservatism bears some responsibility as well. Um, Goddard is really, he's, he's very... Profoundly Disturbed by What he sees as this partition of a culture He sees it as a single culture that is divided That then has really bad consequences Right there's this story about him actually going back To Bangladesh once and just Thinking that there had been a Break in the culture Because of partition so it wasn't just You know oh we're just you know, we have the shared language and we just live on either side of right. this notional, you know, political division between Bangladesh and. But actually, there is this irrevocable break that has happened that is, that is just very sad. And he does have a film set in Bangladesh later on in the 70s that we will
0: look at. Yeah. We should start, um, we should, we should wrap up. But um, I do also want to. So Shankar is a kind of interesting, I mean, not very interesting. He's a right about who makes it good but the interesting thing about him is that he is very enamored of his own right artistic prowess and i mean he
1: does turn out to be good well
0: at the beginning of the movie he's like well it's beneath an artist to take a job and that's kind of like extremely irritating considering what it does to his sister but i was thinking that you know the same is true of, of apu right and his kind of reluctance to Man up and and get a job and right, right raise the family out of poverty. But then yeah, Shankar does make it good
1: when he finally stands up to his family,
0: right? And and you know he lives out his his truth, right? Oh, yeah. his, his art, and then he makes it. But he does it by making city. a
1: hard decision, right? Like he's like, "That's it, you're gonna die here." He says to Nita right? But I'm gonna go. Yeah,
0: and so. Right, we don't, we don't see what he does to, to, to make make himself into a, a success, but he does stick to right to his art in a way that...
1: But in a way that's schooled by more self-sacrifice and courage, rather than, I'm just going to sit here with my awesomeness and people will just appreciate how genius I am. He's like, I'm going to teach, I'm going to get out of here, I'm not going to be coddled anymore, and then that is the path that leads to actual success. Right. Which seems a lot more persuasive than, you know. Like, Horiha, right, in Bhattipatali is just like, I'm great and I have my play, or.
0: Yeah. Right?
1: But I mean, how is he going to be found out? Who's going to appreciate it? Well, he her? does,
0: like, know. travel around, right? But it doesn't get him very far. No, no. I mean, he, he does have more direction, right? And this movie generally has more direction than the, than Araya movie, which, which does ha- tend to kind of meander around a concept like nobody in this movie doesn't know what to do right Gita's gonna go and get a husband Nita's gonna work uh, right the the brothers are gonna in, each in their own way work the parents are handicapped by like age and and disease and you know gender but it's not like everyone's like oh what are we gonna do even the mother is like well someone like one of you young people is gonna have to work and if you don't work then things are gonna be really bad for me right Right, so she she doesn't have agency, but she also is under no right. There are no existential questions here. There's just the question of who, I guess, in a very Marxist way, like who's gonna do the work, do the work, yeah. and, and provide the
1: yeah, right? Who is gonna do the uh, the 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 kind of precarious and underpaid, but nevertheless essential essential
0: work? Exactly, yeah. and and as always, it is uh, it is. The daughter? <laughs> yes. Well, one daughter. One daughter. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah.
1: I don't know what we're watching next time. I have it recorded somewhere in my notes, but I actually don't know off the top of my head what we're watching next time. I think we're watching a Rai movie uh, that begins... So, I, I think we're watching a kind of a middle phase of Ryan movies about the changing face of life in in Calcutta, but before he becomes quite pessimistic in the 70s.
0: So either a movie about Calcutta or Into the Spider-Verse. Oh, okay,
1: who knows? Possibly, who knows.
0: yes. I mean, I presume you've written it down.
1: I haven't. now. I have it written down. I just need to...
0: Yeah, so, uh, yeah, other than that, I, we don't have a lot of extraneous uh, stuff, right? Well, get
1: your vaccine. Get your vaccine. By which you might mean the TB vaccine. The t-
0: definitely get the TB vaccine, because yeah. there's just no reason for that. Yeah. Uh, get your... Coronavirus um, vaccine if you can. If you can. If you don't... If, if your vaccination record is... Lacuno. In some ways. Yeah. A uh, oh, good
1: use of, a uh, lacunous is better. Yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, then address that. Once you've sorted your health, then obviously rate and review our podcast and share it with your family and friends. And, you know, as ever, we are at CalcuttaOurHouse at gmail.com. We have not yet received a single email to that address. So uh, maybe you'll be the first. We will read the first email we get in full right here on the podcast.
1: Oh, that's quite an offer.
0: That's quite an offer. And we are at... That our house pod On Twitter Where I occasionally Remember to post um, Show notes But I did post There's a, a, a Picture of Jason Roy Who's not Bengali um, And some nice Music rooms And um,
1: Maybe some of that Colorized
0: Yeah there's a I Colorized the Colorized Rye movie uh, yeah. movies I'm sure there'll be Some pictures of uh, We didn't Ashwarya talk about Cricket Rai this right, time
1: But we will do Cricket Next time, I
0: mean the series just goes on there.
1: Yeah. You know, we can do a recap.
0: Yeah. So yeah, and you sent been... me the
1: link to that Ruth Bernal, the the, the Rai right Bingoli film. So yes. maybe we can watch that, and I can you know commit penance or something. Yes. For my very uh-huh. ill thought out
0: yes you know
1: questioning of, yeah. of.
0: It's just been a pretty chill week here in uh, here, here in Austin, Austin, Austin Texas. sunny Austin, Texas. It's been spring Rake. yeah, it's been spring break. We
1: So we decided to cheer things up by watching Mega Tara, which was possibly the most depressing movie of the ones we've seen
0: today. You know, I have found it less depressing than Pata Panchali.
1: Wow. Okay. Maybe because it's not as slow.
0: Yeah. And also, it's like... I feel like Nita... I mean, while she is totally taken over and kind of mooched on by her family, she is at least... she has a purpose... Right. And, and she is. There's like, a lot of purpose about She's that. a young woman who, who's kind of taken charge of things and she does what she can. And yes, they, they take advantage of her, but, and, and, you know, Sana betrays her. But, you know, the, the, tragedy of Nita, I feel, is that she has choices that were not, that she either ignores or she, she doesn't take or she doesn't see. But Dorka is just. Well, she's <laughs> a lot younger. Yeah. yeah. But she's just. Poor and then she's died. Like, yeah. she doesn't like Nita at least, like, lives in however limited a capacity, whereas Durga is just maligned and, you know, gets wet and, and dies. And also, there's just something about Peter Panchali that's just like more oppressive.
1: In some ways, this is more of an analog to the, the later Opu movies, because, right, Nita is more of an Opu figure. Yes. So, um,
0: yeah. Yes. And on that note, uh, we have promised our children that we will go have a picnic in a park. Let's so, go and do
1: that with some ice cream.
0: So, we're going to do that with uh, Baba's favorite ice cream
1: Gel Terra Gemelli.
0: Gel Terra So Sponsorship um, available. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, so, we will uh, we will let you know how that went next time. And until then, you know, J Ho. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.